Awaken to hair growth. Awaken to hair growth because there is possibility to get your hair back. Awaken to hair growth because we're not told that we're able to conquer and overcome alopecia. Awaken to hair growth because I wanna be a positive light and beacon for you because I've healed my alopecia and now I help others do the same. With different types of alopecia, men, women, children of all ages, of all races and ethnicities, Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Alopecia Angel podcast, Awaken to Hair Growth. I am your host, Johanna Dolman, and today we will be talking about health around the world and health around the world in respects to alopecia and to alopecia treatments and to alopecia diagnoses. And the beauty to Alopecia Angel is that we have served clients in more than 60 countries and hearing the stories of all these clients, hearing and talking to them personally is such a honor and such a wonderful situation because you get to see across the board how alopecia is treated and what's being done and what's not being done in various parts of the world. And what I can say firsthandedly is that in the U.S. and in the Netherlands, where I was seeking treatment at the time, you know, it's a very stark difference. It's a very stark difference because health insurance for many is kind of like your go-to, right? And so many times we rely on health insurance to help us see doctors, help us get lab tests, help us, you know, when we have a broken arm, help us for anything else, you know, that health insurance covers. But this too is very different across the world and in different states and different countries and different provinces. It's all very different, right? And even when you live in a country, a socialist type of country, like the Netherlands, where everyone has the same type of health insurance, everyone has the same amount of deductible, everyone has kind of like, everything is the same across the board. The only difference is whether or not you're, you have like extra coverage for maternity, whether or not maybe you're a child, right? Zero to 18, because zero to 18 uh, children are free in the Netherlands. And if you are, let's say uh, an adult versus maybe someone who's geriatric, right? Th these are all different situations, but in general, let's just say for a 30 year old or a 20 year old, who's no longer the child, who's no longer, who's the adult, let's just say the adult, regular adult from like 19 to, uh, to 65. Let's just go ahead and say that for all intents and purposes. This is the situation of, of alopecia. And many times I will say health insurance doesn't work. Health insurance doesn't work because it only takes you so far. And many times, especially what I teach inside the Hair and Heal program, I teach you how to get the answers that you're seeking, get that next level of support and how to get it. Because that next level of support usually is going to be outside of health insurance. Now, at the time that I was going through alopecia, I didn't even have health insurance myself because I was in between both the US and Europe flying back and forth and I didn't have health insurance in either countries. Once I fully transitioned, then I had health insurance. But I will say that the health insurance in the Netherlands, in many ways for an expat, for someone coming from the US was very difficult, uh, very challenging. And it's not because of the language, it's because of the, the customer service, but then also the levels of service, right? Um, many times there's nothing they can do for you 
or that they want to do for you. And therefore they say, oh, sorry, like there's nothing we can do. This is something you have to live with. And this was told to me by my own primary care doctor. And it's, there's a lot of red tape in the system. And it's very unfortunate too, because no one is getting the care that they need. No one is getting that extra level of support. No one is getting providers who actually really do go the extra mile. And many times when you have an autoimmune disease or when you have a situation like hair loss, you have to be an investigator. You have to look beyond. You have to keep searching because if it's not, let's say, thyroid or hormone or this or that, you have to look at any and all other possibilities. But when the training falls short, when the tools fall short and they won't even give you medication, you know, as an option, then there's a situation there that they can't help you. And there's just, there's nothing to be done. And in the Netherlands, that's what I came across, that there was nothing to be done. Now I have my own issues with the socialist type of health insurance. I don't think it's as great as many people think. I don't believe it deserves to be in the top 10 of best health insurance is in the world because there's another side to that story, right? The Netherlands always comes up as, oh, it has the greatest health insurance. It has really low this, low that. And, you know, people, you know, by far and wide have, you know, such a life expectancy or have this or have that. But there's another side to that story. Always there's another side. And the other side to that story, especially during COVID, was that they laid off so many of their healthcare workers. So yes, they were overburdened. Yes, they were overtaxed with so many people who were, you know, going through COVID or unhealthy or needed surgery or needed this or needed that. And for those of you who live like in Canada or in other countries where it's a socialistic type of healthcare, you've seen that. Or even in the UK, where there's a backlog of like six months, if not more, to see your doctor, to see a, a specialist, like a dermatologist, or to see a fertility doctor or anything else. There is a huge backlog because these same systems have like laid off their people and, you know, to save money. And now we're in the situation where there's a backlog. Now, granted, when I came back to the US, yes, there was also a backlog there, but it was a week and it wasn't more. And guess what? I could switch around and see if there was another doctor available, even if like my primary wasn't available. And so there was always ways to navigate, which I, I will say, you know, once you leave um, a situation like, let's say health insurance that you're used to, and you're used to navigating, used to paying extra for services, and you're used to, let's say, even paying out of pocket, right? Because sometimes certain doctors or certain specialties aren't available to you, but at least you can pay out of pocket. In the US, you can do that, thankfully. In the Netherlands, for example, you can't do that. You're stuck in the system. And from what I understand from my clients in the UK and in Canada, it's the same situation. I'm not quite sure about Australia or New Zealand, or in South Africa, but it could be very similar or maybe, you know, 50-50 where it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. In the US, it's a little different where you have different tiers, right, of health insurance. You have people who are per se on a government subsidy, so to speak, like Obamacare. Um, you have people who pay for that. You have people who, let's say, were laid off or who lost their job, but then they also have options to pay for an extension of their health insurance. And then even within the whole health insurance world, you have HMOs and PPOs and 
And if not, if you don't have health insurance period, then everything else is out of pocket or you pay for each service like you would for paying for groceries at the supermarket. So if you need medicine of any sort, you pay for it out of pocket. If you need a checkup or an immunization, or if you need an x-ray, all that's out of pocket. So it just all depends what situation you may be in in the U.S., but there are options. And that's a beautiful thing because when you're in a situation, in a socialistic healthcare system, and there are no options. And I, I, I think that's the most frustrating thing for somebody like me, where you want all the options. You want the buffet, especially when it comes to hair loss, especially when it comes to alopecia. Like, you know what you have. And in the Netherlands, for example, they're like, oh, you must be having a really tight ponytail. This is why your hair is leaving and, you know, falling off. That wasn't it. I don't wear ponytails. And so it was these types of remarks that really upset me and put a fuel to my fire in terms of healing my alopecia. I knew it wasn't going to be there because the mindset to begin with, with the primary doctors and with any specialist was already like null and void. And then, so then I moved on and got the help from a DO, which is a medical doctor with a different type of training, very like natural type of training, but still with conventional medicine in Denver. I went to a doctor there and the doctor there, you know, prescribed me creams. As you know, the creams don't work. Next. So then I went to California and in California, much more aggressive, but definitely, you know, laid out the red carpet for me and said, Hey, we have all the, all the medicines that you want. We have all the injections you would like. You don't have to, um, you know, wait for anything. We can start this right now. They were very aggressive in their approach, which I will say I do appreciate because at least there's more options, you know, options are key. And when I started going there, and I started seeing like side effects. I started seeing and reading about potential side effects and how this would affect my fertility and everything else. Then I stopped it. I stopped it all completely. I was like, this is not the route. Like there was something in me that said, this is not, this is not the way this doesn't make sense on how to heal. Like, how are you going to use immune suppressant drugs, immune suppressant methods like steroids and injections to quote unquote, heal my alopecia when I already know, like, my immune system is like really taxed at this moment. It's really taxed. This is why all the hair is coming out. This is why I have alopecia areata because my immune system is taxed. Why are you going to give me more meds to suppress it even more, not let it, you know, breathe and work on its own? That doesn't work and it didn't work. So this is how I continue to look outside the box. And what I see now living in Japan is that when you have an issue, let's say a medical issue like alopecia, you're up against the same socialistic situation. You know, it has to be approved. You have to go through your primary and the resources there are very limited. And all across the world, at least in 66 countries that I've helped clients, is that I see that resources are limited. There, there is either really long wait times. There is either um, a lack of expertise or knowledge, a lack of understanding what the possibility, what root causes could be, what situation could be supporting this hair loss, a lack of tools on how to truly diagnose because that's another thing. A lot of my clients are misdiagnosed. They've gone to five different doctors and each doctor has told them something different. Talk about confusing, right? This is where it's almost like you can't rely on 
uh, on their training. You know, who do you believe? If you have five different people telling you five different things, this is really hard. And to me, you know, hair loss is hair loss and you can get to the root cause. And yes, there are different types of hair loss, but guess what? The Hair and Heal program has helped numerous types of hair loss, including scarring. And so to me, you know, once you start working from the inside out, that's where the key to your success begins. It's inside out, not the outside in. So nothing on the outside is going to be able to help what comes in from the inside, right? The hair grows from the inside out. And so using topical solutions, shampoo, serums, injections, et cetera, won't help. And the steroids won't help and the creams won't help. And so when it comes to healthcare around the world for alopecia, many times we have to look outside the box. I will say during COVID, I had a situation, a personal situation where I needed more support in the medical field. I needed more support. And this happened to be in regards to my miscarriage and the support I was getting from the Netherlands at the time was not up to my standards, not what I needed, not what I expected. And in all honesty, it just wasn't there. The, the doctors there, the, the midwives, because you don't get to see a doctor. For those of you who don't know, you don't get to see a doctor when you're pregnant. You only see midwives. Um, all that was very challenging. And so you don't get to see a doctor unless you're having twins. That's the only reason why you would see a doctor. And, you know, the support for a miscarriage, the support for all these things just wasn't there. And so I actually ended up talking to a fertility coach in Australia during COVID. And she helped me so much more than anything else that I could have found online or that I could have found in person in the Netherlands or even in person with what I had, because it was COVID, it was lockdown, you know what I mean? And so many times, I believe we have to go to those who have the experience. In this case, this fertility coach in Australia, she had gone through more than 10, 10 miscarriages. And she finally got pregnant naturally at 46. And not only does she have an inspiring story, but you know she's living her truth and she's able to help others who have gone through going through a miscarriage. Not to deviate off the subject, but what I'm trying to tell you is, is that many times we have to look outside the box. We have to look outside the box when it comes to our own health care, not health care, like health care insurance, our own self-care, our own health care, our own situation, because not every every person within the healthcare umbrella is going to be able to help you. And many of you who have found me have found me just because of that, because you guys are also frustrated with the wait times. You're also frustrated with the medications that don't work. You're also frustrated with the gimmicks and, you know, the laser caps and the wigs and anything else that just doesn't work. And so I'm telling you not to lose hope. I'm telling you that, you know, your frustration is felt all across the 66 countries. I'm telling you that you're not alone. I'm telling you that it is possible to heal and we're here to help. And regardless of whether of where you live, just note that the same mindset of looking outside the box can help in any situation. So for us, for you right now, it's alopecia. But in my case, I use that same technique with my alopecia. I used it for my miscarriage. And I, I will probably continue to look for outside the box experts 
in certain cases, not in all cases, but in, in certain cases, because many times that's where you get results. Many times that's where you get fast acting results and solutions and answers. And many times the frustrating part is having a doctor say, well, we don't know. We don't know why you had a miscarriage. Well, we don't know why you have alopecia. Well, we don't know why you're losing your hair. Well, we don't know. All your tests come up normal. Everything is normal. We just don't know. And if there's anything that I, I, I really like I'm annoyed by is that I don't know. And it's the I don't know sounds like I don't care. And it sounds like that to me because they're not going the extra mile. And I had to go the extra mile for me, but I've also gone the extra mile for my clients. And I'm always there trying to help them navigate their personal situation because the root cause can be very different for you, like it is for me, like it is for anyone else who might have alopecia. The root causes could be and probably is very different. And so there are many similarities, but then there's also very different root causes and all of these causes need to be addressed. And so don't settle for someone who says, I don't know. Don't settle for doctors who shrug their shoulders and be like, sorry, there's nothing we can do. Well, if they say that, thank them and move on. If they say that, thank them and just like keep looking, keep searching because there's always a solution. There always is a solution. And yes, it takes perseverance. Yes, it takes tenacity, but it's for you. You know, if you're doing the work, if you're investing in yourself, this is all for you 100%. This is your health. This is your hair. This is your happiness. This is your future. You have control over your future. If you want hair growth, if you want to live happy and live your best life, like go for it, go for it. No one is stopping you. And just because health insurance says, sorry, we can't help you, or this doctor or that doctor or this person says, sorry, we can't help you. There are people out there who want to help you. There are people out there who've been there, done that. There are people out there who want to go the extra mile for you. I'm one of them when it comes to alopecia. And when it comes to miscarriages or when it comes to anything else under the sun, like there are experts in their field. So don't settle. You don't need to settle. doesn't matter where you are listening and tuning in from, whether it's Virginia, whether it's Vancouver, whether it's Adelaide or Melbourne or Cape Town or, uh, you know, the Bahamas or Dubai or anywhere else. Like you got this and we can help. And it's amazing the amount of people who have reached out to me and, you know, because of language barrier, they want this translated in their native tongue. And so I'm looking towards doing that and, and offering this in more than just Spanish and English, because it is a resource. It is something necessary that people should know, need to know, and deserve to know, because it, it does unlock the key to health, hair growth, and of course, your happiness. I hope this has helped a little bit and understand that, you know, wherever you are in the world, it's a community of people going through alopecia and that community has different categories and levels of people, right? People who think they can heal, people who think they can't heal, people who want to heal naturally, people who want to use medication, people who want to move forward with a natural method, people who are stuck and don't want to do anything and just want to let it go, people who want to be bald and be proud of that people who, who do this or do that, right? There's always going to be the, the dichotomies, right? And the differences in all of us. But if you want to heal, if you want to prove a natural method, we're here for you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Alopecia Angel podcast. 
a positive light in healing alopecia. You can do this and we can help. Spread the word that reversing alopecia is possible by telling your friends and family.